Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We don't need to go hang out at the suite across the street every Cappy week. Cappy loves the suite. Oh, my God. I just God. did it last week. 5 yeah. o'clock in the Southland, straight up on Shit Out of Cap. Live Imaging Tuesday. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spot. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Take it away, producer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Thanks, Christopher. So, guys, Bronny James has been chosen to play in the McDonald's All-American Games. LeBron's oldest son, who's a senior at Sierra Canyon in Chatsworth, is one of 24 boys named to the rosters. The two teams will square off March 28th in Houston. So at 6'3", 180 pounds, Bronny's ranked number 28 in the 2023 ESPN 100 list of top high school players, and he is only one of two in the top 30 who has not yet signed to play for a college. Bronny has reportedly narrowed his list of college teams down to three, Ohio State, Oregon, and USC, and he plans to make his decision after the season. So that's what you need to know. Thank you, Linz. That makes sense. Uh, Oregon, Nike, LeBron's Nike, Mm -hmm. Ohio State, obviously, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and then USC here in L.A. Well, I'd love to see Bronny sign with USC. And it's not because I've seen a lot of Bronny play, and I know that he's got this great honor because to become a McDonald's All-American is a really big deal. You just want to go see him, and then you'd be like, I saw him play in college? Well, I just think it'd be kind of a fun thing. I mean, if if you want to wait for your son to get to the NBA so you can play together, you're at the Lakers. He's at USC. You can go see him play home games. Yeah. I mean, if we, how often do we see LeBron at his high, son's high school games? Yeah, a lot. At Sierra Canyon. So yeah. I think it'd be awesome yeah. if he, he stayed could, here at USC. Then he could kiss up to you know the USC athletic director, who we all love. Mike Bone, you did such a great job. Right. I'd be like Boney. Um, why don't me, you, and LeBron get together? We'll discuss some NIL deals. Yeah, probably that won't work. Why not? All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So we are just talking about Ramona's great story. You can check out on ESPN.com. Uh, she spoke to Pat Riley about LeBron's chase of Kareem and the scoring title. And uh, Riles uh, went and talked to her about this current Lakers squad. He at least had an excerpt on that. We'll get to that in a second because we've been talking about that a lot. And I know you've been listening in the car. Um, but let's talk about just kind of the chase part of it. And, I mean, I know when you write this stuff, a lot the good stuff obviously is in there, but there's always good stuff that gets let, left on the cutting room floor. Was there anything we yeah. didn't get a chance to read? Yeah, there's a lot, um, which I, I might save for a later story. Intent. Okay. Um, but, uh, but a lot of it was really, you know, it, it, who better to talk to about Kareem and LeBron than the guy who won titles with Kareem and LeBron? Right, Riley. I'm starting. To, I was racking my brain of like who would be a great voice on that. There's only a few people who've, who've been with both of them at very formative moments. Probably Magic would be another, and and Riles. And and I think what's um what's to do with Riles is is he really wanted to talk about Kareem, and you know he he he, he kind of like I, I I really wanted to get more out of him on Kareem because. I think there's a line in there, George, where I say something like, you know, history tends to exaggerate the uh, the, the uncomfortable parts of somebody's personality and and, and forget about and, and gloss over the benign parts, right? Like, yeah. like a lot of Kareem, Kareem's persona has, um, and some of that's from Showtime, some of that's just how, 
you know, you go down through the ages, um, has overshadowed him as a player. And in Riles' mind, Kareem's the best there ever was because he was he was great for as long as he was. And so as I was going back and you know, rereading, I was going back and rereading a lot of Sports Illustrated stories from the vault, which are really fun to go back and read, the Gary Smith story from 85, right, or um, some, some fun L.A. Times stories from the 80s. A couple things jumped out at me. I, I grew up in L.A., so I grew up on the Showtime Lakers, and I always remember Kareem being the older guy, but I don't remember him being old. But he was old when he was winning titles. Like, yeah. he was 32 when Magic got to the Lakers. Like, when Magic first arrived in 1979-80, Kareem was already 32 years old. And so all those great years, like, in the 80s when they would win, when they won in 85, 87, 88, right? Kareem was – Kareem going into 1985 was already, like, 38 years old. I mean, that, like, that's where LeBron is now. <laughs> and so we're talking about him retiring. And as he's about – you know, he would kind of go year to year on contracts. And – he ends up winning two more titles, even after the age of 38. It's, a, it's kind of amazing when you think about how good Kareem was well into his 30s. And at that age when, you know, right now we're all about, like, I just stopped at the Earth Bar over there on Santa Monica and I got some wellness shots and I got some, you know, fancy smoothie with some reishi mushrooms in it and everything. Right. But like, Ryle, Riles talks about in the story with you yeah. about, about how Kareem was into all that, you know, all the health stuff well before it yeah. was in vogue, right? Kareem was doing Bikram yoga in the eighties with Bikram, <laughs> like with Bikram, right? He's doing hot <laughs> yoga. Like, there's a funny line in there about you know we would do a stretching circle for fifteen minutes and mostly it was just fifteen minutes of the guys you know talking smack and cracking jokes and Kareem's like twisting himself into a pretzel. Guys, ever and done Bikram yoga? It's not easy. No, it's not. Not it's really easy hot. at all. Not easy. Yeah, it's really it's very sweaty and very yeah. stinky. Yeah. <laughs> got to have good balance too. It's, yeah. it's hard, especially when you got to wrap your your front leg around your shin and everything. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine seven foot two Kareem doing that, and he did. He did it. I he mean, did. that's that was Kareem in the eighties, and you look back like now guys take really good care of themselves. Chris Paul's eating vegan. Tom Brady's having avocado ice cream, right? And, but, like, Kareem was doing this in the 80s before anybody. But is Riley, in this interview that you do with him, is he mm-hmm. propping up Kareem? Is he in any way kind of taking a little bit of a shot at LeBron? Because isn't there some kind of beef between the two of them? I mean, is he taking a you shot know, at LeBron? No, it wasn't taking a shot at LeBron at all. If anything, and, I, and I'll, I'll take you a little bit behind this because, you know, Riley, Riley every, I'm not the first person who thought to ask for Pat Riley, right? You know, put in an interview request, et cetera. But I really was interested in the longevity aspect of it, and I was really interested in Kareem especially because we're going to write a lot about LeBron, okay? This is LeBron's going to have his moment heading into this. It's going to be a big countdown for him. Um, but I feel like because of how hallowed this record is and and when you guys do the the, the standard sports talk radio bit do, does anyone ever mention Kareem as one of the best players of all time we do a here like, you, you but know, I don't but I don't th- I think you have to be a, of a certain age to include him yes yeah I think he gets forgotten a lot and and I had a feeling that Riles would want to talk about it and and I'll tell you why because Riles and magic organized that Showtime Lakers retreat uh-huh, uh-huh. back in September. 
And they had been talking about doing that retreat even before COVID. They had to postpone it because of the pandemic and everything. But one of the reasons they wanted to do it is that Kareem was turning 75. All the guys were – Kareem's the oldest of them all, obviously. And, and you know what's crazy? You know, Pat Riley played against Kareem in high school. I do. I do know that, yeah. In I did New- not know that in New York. Like, yeah. I had no idea. Team basically the same yeah. age in New York. Like, Riles is mm-hmm. 77, Kareem's 75. Yeah. Didn't um, know that. And they played against yeah. each other in New York. Yep. Okay, so they're all getting up there, you know, and they and they have this sense of, you know, let's enjoy each other's company while we can, while we're all still around and we're healthy and vibrant. And and I, I, I knew they had just come off having that amazing retreat back in Hawaii. And, and I, I was dying to ask Pat about the practice, they, the practice that he put everyone through, right? That was and, and, of course, he delivered on that story, which is crazy. Like, Riley literally came up with a practice plan for these 60- and 70-year-old guys I know, on so vacation funny. in Hawaii. I know. It's, and, right. actually, they've done a great job of documenting that trip and, you know, airing yeah. clips of it and everything. So, okay, so does, does Riley say – because this is what George and I were talking about before he got here, Ramona. Yeah. Does Riley think that the Lakers are a team that's getting better and can maybe do something with what they have? Or is Riley saying – they're pretty good, and the West isn't that good. So what they should do is they got to go all in and try and see if they can do something special this year. So I was listening to you guys talk about it, and I and I really enjoy the debate between I know Pat Riley better because I read his books, and George, who actually knows Pat Riley for many years working together in, in Miami. That's a fun debate, actually, because it's it's um, I, I I actually don't know where I come down on the on the side. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you, you do kind of know him pretty well, right? And like, you know, if you ever, you know, it's it's. Um, I don't think Riley was trying to talk about LeBron and the Lakers at all. I think he couldn't help himself because, you know, he knew what they, their story's about, right? So I wasn't pressing him for, hey, what do you think of LeBron and the Lakers? What with the, the context? Of oh that no, I, I that believe a hundred percent he volunteered yeah. that. Oh, no question yeah, about he it. He totally yeah. volunteered yeah, yeah. it. Now, uh, but I'll tell you the context, and I think this is important. Okay. Uh, what the question I asked was, you know, it's one thing to keep your body in shape to where you can play at a high level deep into your 30s and 40s. It's another thing to want to still do it, to want to get up at five in the morning and train and to put yourself through the grind of an NBA season. And this is when Pat said, yes, you have to have a reason. You have to have some guiding reason every single season that you go out there to do it that pushes you and sustains and and by the way pat pat has a reason okay yeah pat, there's a wonderful story written by wright thompson about five years ago about why pat's still doing this i mean he could have ridden off into the sunset many years ago he's got two he's got the house in malibu and he has like live cameras and he looks in on the house in malibu there's this whole other life he could have if he wanted to retire and he it's 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 there waiting for him but he still wants to do it he still wants to grind he still wants to work and i think that's that's where we were talking about why Kareem played that long and why does LeBron play that long? Because they still have a reason. And Pat's point about it was, you know, Kareem was kind of lef- like if the year. If you look back, the year before Magic gets traded to the Lakers, Kareem had his lowest scoring output of his entire career. I mean, not his entire career, sorry, of his career up until that point. Okay, his lowest scoring average. He was sort of, um, you know, one of the stories I went back and read, Doug Moe, the old, the old coach, said, you know, six, seven years ago, Kareem wasn't very good. It didn't seem like he was that into it. But once they got magic and once they got worthy and Byron Scott and McAdoo and Michael Thompson, 
Kareem was inspired because he felt like they had a chance to win. And the rest of that quote was, if he was on the Milwaukee Bucks and they didn't have a chance, maybe he wouldn't have played 20 years. And he goes, and that's where LeBron is now. If they can get Anthony Davis back, they've got a shot. I really believe that. You know, and he, like, he, like, he knows LeBron. Like, they, they worked together for four years. He knows him really well. And he didn't want to dwell on, you know, the, the LeBron of it all one. There's, a, there's an aspect of tampering, but the, he's allowed to talk about his time with LeBron because it's a historical moment and then in their time together they're you know certainly a legend of the game can reflect on that so he has to be you know stay within the lines right okay and he's careful to do that but what he's telling you there is lebron wants to win that's why you keep doing this that's why you're playing until you're 20 that's why you're getting up at 5 30 in the morning and working out i mean you see the videos he posts right during the off season I, I don't know i don't know that i would be doing that after that many years on the grind but but players like that, Riley is a player, coach, executive, they're just wired differently. Well, and, and my ultimate point, as you heard, is just that knowing mm-hmm. Riles the way I know him, and this franchise historically is yes. when you've got a shot, when somebody says, somebody that yeah. knows this organization and somebody like him who's been part of this organization and someone that also does that with his own organization and has coached LeBron, yep. or not coached LeBron, but was with LeBron, you push. You push because you don't know how many more chances at this you're going to get. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, George. We did that interview right after the Lakers and Heat had played each other. It was probably a week or two later. Um, and, they, you know, the Heat were just through here. So it was a, a fairly recent interview. And so it's not like, you know, he's just gazing from afar. Like, everyone in the NBA is watching LeBron almost every night because what he is doing at age 38 is unbelievable. 35 points a game since he turned 38. Yeah, that, That's unheard of. You know, you know I, I thought I saw everything when I saw Kobe go for 60 on his last game. I was like, I, I'll never see something like that from a player that age. <sighs> we might. Like, I'm telling you, this, is, this sounds crazy, but I, I just have this feeling. He's, LeBron's on target to break it. I think it's uh, – it was the ninth. It, now it it's like, like Oklahoma like, City or Milwaukee area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I think he sits Oklahoma City at, game. I'm looking at that Madison Square Garden game on January 31st. You think that – that's way early. That's only six more I, games or whatever. That's way earlier. Yeah. That's way earlier than anyone ever thought, okay? But this man is on one right now. And if he gets <laughs> – if he has a couple of big games here, if he goes, you know, 40, 45 points, if he gets close enough, if he gets within 60 points before that game in Madison Square Garden, he's getting it there. Like the closer he gets to it, the more everyone's going to be feeding him the ball. It'll be just like that last game that Kobe played, where it like it, you know the, the the joke was like you know Kobe played his whole career and it, it never passed. And the last game, <laughs> everybody goes to, they were all just to shoot. Him, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep shooting. Yeah, you know, I mean. If, if LeBron's within 60 points before that Madison Square Garden game, it's happening there. Well, and he's tortured Knicks fans Dude, forever. So. listen, win games, too. I mean, besides all the scoring, besides the scoring yeah. record, win games. Yeah. Because just the, what we're talking about, George thinks Riley's saying move the chips to the center of the table. I think Riley's saying they're going to peak at the right time and they're going to be dangerous come the playoffs. Um, so I just think in addition to going after the scoring title, which is just going to happen naturally, win Freaking games. Yeah, thanks, Captain. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I think he's yeah. saying, so me and Riley understand this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, See, and I do and too. You know what? I think he's saying they have a shot. They have a shot. 
They have stars. And the way that they're playing right now, I you know, Darwin's done an incredible job getting these guys to have to buy into some roles, to have an identity on the defensive side of the ball. It helps that LeBron is out of his mind right now, but and that Thomas Bryant has come out of Thomas Bryant is a laser. Didn't. Thomas Bryant is a legitimate he's, laser. Just to point that out to everybody, yes, he is. Laser. He's a laser. Drops oh, threes. He's shooting forty five percent in like a few games. That's right, because he dropped threes. Ramona. He's a laser. You know what Thomas Bryant's going to do is make a make Darvin have to make a very interesting decision when Anthony Davis comes back. Is do you start Bryant at the five and Davis at the four? You can know. Anthony Davis is historically great as a five. Hmm. <sighs> That's a good question. Oh, a sigh. Good Big to sigh. Have. Big Sedano sigh. Contemplating the, the, the rotation now, huh? Yeah, I, I think that – I don't know. If, do, you, do you think they start him? Like, do you think they – that I, I don't know if they play him right away. I mean, he's not going to play tonight, right? No, I don't. I, I think he's a little, way, little ways away. Like, here, here's what I – going back to the Riley thing, guys. I really think that what Pat Riley is saying is you think about where the Lakers were at the beginning of the season. Well, they were 2-10. and ten. Were, It was a disaster, right. Oh, yeah. they were terrible. And, and you just didn't see enough talent on the floor or enough of an identity or way of being to even think they had a chance to make the playoffs. The fact that a, a, a Hall of Famer could look at a team like that, and he wasn't just being nice, okay? I didn't ask him that. He wasn't, he wasn't just trying to butter LeBron up. This was like in the context of a normal conversation about why you continue playing deep into your 30s and 40s. He just volunteered like they look pretty good. That, that's a, that's right. a hell of a guy. And when Riley has teams that look pretty good, he makes a deal. Or he coaches the hell out okay. of them. No, he makes a you deal. Can make Come that on, leap. Riles. <laughs> He makes a deal. Listen, I've got the historical, I've got the historical context for it, so I can tell you that that generally makes that is the case. So, yeah. All right. Well, all right. Go read the. Photo I sent you of driving yeah, out you, you sent me a picture earlier. I was looking at it just a second ago about like um, a, a gas station that was like nearly eight dollars. I thought gas like three dollars and or like four dollars. I know places. it's like every other every other gas station on this street yeah. is, is at least three to four dollars cheaper. And yeah, they, they do that for they just they, they do that to sucker people and also to get on the news all the time and on the internet. So I think that's uh, why they do. Yeah. gas in Los Angeles so has reached eight dollars. Cesar Chavez, right? That's the one. The one on the Chevron on Cesar Chavez. Was it a Chevron or a Shell? I thought it was a Shell. shell it was Chevron a shell on Chavez. Olympic and Fairfax. I'm like, what is going on shell here? On Fairfax. Oh. Not the Shell on Fairfax. Not the Shell on Chevron. On not the Shell on Chevron. Chevron on Chavez. No. Oh. Momo, I'll see you over there. All right. Sounds good, boys. Thanks. Later. Bye, Chris. Bye, Momo. <laughs> I'm going to be lurking in the background. When I talk to Momo? Yeah, I mean, you're going to be doing content for the show. So I'm just going to be watching you. Momo and I, it's actually funny. I know we gotta, we're got we way over the break. But Momo and I, when we run into each other at Staple or Crypto, um, we always like compare notes. Hey, so I talked to this person. What, you know, this, is what they, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm thinking. She's don't like, yeah. aggregate me. No, we're talking to each other. Oh, you're not saying don't aggregate me yeah, to each no, other? Not to each no, other. Really? No. We don't need to aggregate each other. <laughs> we're, talk, we're, we're talking business. Okay, gotcha. I'm helping her. Okay. You know? Go ahead. If I'll I be, hear I'll stuff, I'll be doing I help business her. in the suite. And then she tells me some yeah. stuff. I'll be in the suite doing business. You go down on the floor and do business. You oh, that's a good break song. Thank you, Laura. All right, we got a break. Uh, Radio Tinder, a shortened version of it next.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imagery Tuesday. Shit out of a cap. Thanks to Momo and Slee who joined us earlier. Yeah, thanks. Love this song. <laughs> I mean, you stepped on me there. I was about to say something. Oh, shit. sorry. I mean, it is your show. I mean, it is. And you're doing a master class on how to do afternoon drive sports radio in Los Angeles. With my feet up. With your feet up. You're not gutless. Anyway, <laughs> radio Tinder time because we got to move up for Lakers basketball at 530. We like to play a TV theme. Uh, happy birthday. She's 36. Gosh, that makes me Christian feel Cavallari? No, Mishka Barton from oh. the OC. Love the OC. Where was, it wasn't Chris, uh, Christy Cavallari on the show? Laguna Beach. Oh, Laguna Beach. What was Beach. the guy's yeah. name who was in that movie or the, in that show? Adam something. He was also in Startup on oh, yeah. Netflix, which was great. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I Put do. your glasses on. I used to watch the OC religiously. Love the OC. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball, I forgot, on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. By the way, Cappy, the guy you're thinking of is Adam Brody. Yes, Adam Brody. Brody. Yes. How can Brody. you forget? How can I forget Adam Brody of all oh, guys? Geez. Come on, Cappy. Get no, that's, together. that's not my Brody. My Brody is Russ. Yeah. Well, Although I did know, love that show. You, know, you look like a beetle with those glasses. You think so? You yeah. like them? I mean, if you had long hair. Yeah. Yeah. A beetle, huh? By the way, uh, yeah, he means like the Beatles. The band. Like the band. The band. You know? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, we, you know, we don't, we don't yeah, want you to get upset. Yeah. Guys, why are you talking about the Beatles? Nobody cares. Nobody knows who they are. Donato's <laughs> not a big fan of the Beatles. I'm not. He's actually. not. No, I'm I'm not. Not. <laughs> The Beatles and Elvis, a tune out. Just, it's a tune out, man. It Lindsay. is. I just don't care. <laughs> I'm two episodes into White Lotus. George, did you watch any White Lotus last night? No, I went to sleep. I'm two episodes in. Catch up. Wait, season one or two? One. Oh, two is so much better. It's like I would start with two because it's so much better. But anyway. All right. That's good. Go ahead. All right. So (laughs) most people would agree that the real breakout star in Sunday's 49ers Cowboys playoff game was in the booth and not on the field. Fox lead analyst Greg Olson had a brilliant performance breaking down the game, Mm -hmm. earning universal praise by many, except there's one problem. Olson is supposed to be a placeholder for Cap's boyfriend, Tom Brady, who signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox to be the lead analyst for whenever he decides to retire. Uh, Now a lot of people are worried that Fox could bench 
Greg Olson in favor of Tom Brady once he retires. And a lot of people seem to be upset about that. Do you guys think that that's likely to happen? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I'm going to swipe left only because I don't think Tom Brady is ever really actually going to go into broadcasting. I think he's going to try to play one more year. It's going to be a disaster. And then he's just going to, at that point, he's going to want to disconnect completely from football. Yeah, I'm also swiping left. It's funny, but a couple of weeks ago when I was at that Giants-Vikings game, I walk up to Kevin Burkhart and I said, man, you guys are killing it. You guys are having a great year. Of course he said that. And he's me. like, yeah, I, I know. Because he knows that they've got something really good. Yeah, Olsen's good. But they oh. didn't know that they were going to be this good chemistry, together. Yeah. 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 Did you talk to Olsen? I did not. Oh, because I would give you some advice to tell him. Which is? Like maybe point something out in the game that we all don't know. Wow, I think, I think he's good. good I can't, yeah. I can't. Universal I, praise, I, Lindsay said. I, I don't really enjoy it. I don't enjoy him. Not universal. Really? I, no, I don't enjoy Christopher's it. out on him. No. I like oh him. Gosh. I think he's good. Yeah. I, I think he's like a 9 out of 10, whereas like oh. Tony Romo, it's just like, ugh. No. no, Romo annoys me, but I also enjoy how annoyed Jim Nance is at Romo. Collinsworth oh, yeah, is, is still my favorite. Yeah, Collinsworth and Aikman. Oh, and Aikman, yes, of course. I did miss Joe Buck, though. Not going to lie. That's okay, because we got money ESPN now. All right, so next one here. Of the many women on TikTok who say that they're deleting dating apps in 2023, some of them say they're looking for love in a very interesting location. They're headed to Home Depot. The humorous trend has been building for almost two years, and success rates are said to vary. Now, I know that you guys are both wifed up, whatever you want to call it, Cappy. Wifed up. Booed up for Cappy. Boot up, but based Wiped on your up. single years or single friends that you have, do you think that Home Depot is a place that single women could find dates? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm going to swipe right and say that in the electric department, which is where you know you might want to okay. find certain things, you know, there's there's nuts and there's bolts. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Oh, and geez. what? What? Seriously? Go ahead. Seriously, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, sometimes you're like, hey, does this fit this? Oh, you know? my gosh. And, then that's, and that's how you make a love connection in a Home Depot. <laughs> uh, trust me, okay? I know about this stuff. How do you know? I know. I Is read that the book. Is Rachel? I read the book. Yeah. All right? I know Home Depot better than you know Pat Riley. Okay. Uh, so, so, Kathy, you're suggesting I go to Home Depot and I go into the nuts and bolts section? That is correct. And then you okay. pick out one or the other and you see if they fit. That's how you find a dude. <laughs> I would say okay. meeting people in person. I will swipe right only because I think meeting people in person, like face-to-face, -face, is actually probably a way better way than the internet, if if I were thinking about it. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Dating so. apps are just gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> All right, last one here. Also, uh, a big fan uh, for Cappy, Pete Davidson, <laughs> yeah. your other BFF. Yeah. He's moving on after his split with Kim Kardashian by getting some laser surgery on his now Wait, wasn't he uh, dating... Um, no, just for a second. What was uh, what's her name? Uh, Emily uh, yeah. Ratajkowski. Yeah. Just for a minute, but oh. now he has a new girlfriend. Okay. And over the weekend, he was photographed on a Hawaii beach when fans noticed that the ink that Pete Davidson had gotten honoring his ex-girlfriend Kim Kardashian was Wait. notably gone. Oh, he had a tattoo of her. He had like my girl is a lawyer, and he had Kim, and he had something else that was that like so dumb. Her. Yeah, that is so dumb. Well, yeah, because and he didn't do that for Emily Ratajkowski. I think they only went on like a couple dates oh, and then they decided they're better say, off as fans. She's Friends. gorgeous. Is that yeah. like a new thing now where like when you get a tattoo, you're like, you know what? If I don't like it, I'll just have it erased. Like, is it that easy now? I mean, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's Should what I was going to ask you guys. If you had a tattoo of an ex's name and you broke up, like how quickly would you get it removed or covered up? Oh, God. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get a Keyshawn tattoo. Maybe shit on it. Aww. <laughs> So uh, this is kind of bad. Uh, Wait, you I know say what, this though? On the you got 90 I seconds. I don't know if I should say this. Why don't you save it till tomorrow? Mm. 
By the way, the YouTube chat wants to know who I'm beefing with in the community. It's Dead Meow 5. Oh, really? Dead Meow, don't worry about my schedule. Worry about your schedule. Yeah, Dead, Dead Meow has no schedule. Dead Meow is at home all day no, listening Dead and Meow, criticizing Dead everything Meow that happens on this station. is a great <laughs> Sedano and Cap soldier, foot soldier. Yeah, but don't worry about my schedule. Okay. I do as much for this show as I can. I told him... Go monitor the Cappy cast. And he is. Club Cappy down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. And he monitors it. Now he monitors Christopher. He is, he's got my best intentions. I'm not going to wow. call him gutless, but he's getting close. Dude, I'll tell you right now. Um, he, he may not be gutless, but he's jobless because all he does is oh, listen to this uh, every day, all stop? day. Uh, I'm nice. telling you right That's now, my man got nothing else going on. Radio Tinder's brought to you by our friends at Tequila yeah. Mandala. Always swipe right at uh, award-winning small batch Dead premium sipping tequila, Tequila Mandala. Uh, visit their website, tequilamandala.com, to find a store or location nearest you. And, of course, follow their social journey on their social media channels at Tequila Mandala. Tequila Mandala. Yes. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. What's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> the way you do that. <laughs> All right, Cappy, we're done here. Let's go. Let's go over to the arena. Let's. I want to watch you do your business. Don't be gutless. Gutless, Cappy. Great job, Lindsay, Laura, and Christopher. Um, Slee, Michael, Lakers, Clippers, next. <laughs>